Can you really be alone but not lonely is the question today. topic that is often misinterpreted and that is being alone but not lonely and this is something that's usually seen as such a negative thing or people feeling sorry for you when you mention this very fact itself for example the last time i was spending time with one of my friends and i asked whether she liked spending time alone even when she has the option to go out for example and her response was somewhere along the lines of you know why would I spend time alone when I can spend it with people I love which I get but spending every free minute you have with your friends or your family can be so exhausting like On my overthinking episode, I mentioned how in one of the studies I covered, people were surveyed on whether they would like to be electrocuted or spend time with their own thoughts for 15 minutes. And that seemed to be hard for more than 60% of the people in the survey. And That itself to me is going to continue to boggle my mind because how do you find out anything about yourself if you don't spend enough time alone? So going back to this friend, after, you know, getting deeper into the conversation, she was like, you know, girl, every time I do spend time alone, I just end up thinking of all the things I need to get done or future goals that are taken too long and I understand that part but again the whole anxiety feeling comes from this very thing itself. I personally have experienced this too where I would overthink about something rather than actually getting it done and I think a lot of us do this as well. So I think spending time alone or even setting a time on how much you can get done to read a book that you've always wanted to finish or if that's just to journal about things that have been bothering you of confidence you feel good completely by yourself or feel like you need anybody else then you feel confident like if somebody treats you like shit then you say okay i'm gonna toss you in the trash because i don't need that in my life and I can be myself in front of others and if they reject me then I don't care because I'm comfortable to just be by myself. So really you're just ruining your own peace at this point, right? By putting up with something like that. Obviously some not so good things that comes with this because it's true that you can easily lose perspective for spending so much time alone you get so wrapped up into your own head and it's all you see in front of you because 
you have no one else's judgment or opinions around you. This is where the lonely part comes in. You can start to feel more lonely and a lot of the anxiety can definitely peak its way through because you don't have anybody there to keep you grounded and even start nitpicking a lot of things about yourself and all about things that you normally wouldn't if you were around other people because you wouldn't even notice it. So overall, spending a lot of time alone obviously has its pros and cons. Generally, it's a positive thing as long as it's some somewhat balanced and you're still seeing people, you know, your friends, your family on a regular basis. But alone time really does a person a lot of good, I think. For myself personally, like I realized just in the past couple of months that to me, it's not that I need alone time specifically, but I just want to spend time alone. Like I genuinely just don't have a desire to go out with friends sometimes and it has nothing to do with time either because a lot of the time I have free time to go out in the city and you know just be a city girl like every other girl in Toronto but I just don't have the desire to do that anymore literally the last time I did go out with one of my girlfriends whom I obviously like but just the environment we were in getting ready taking an uber getting to the place itself like it was just so overwhelming for me at some point and I was just thinking to myself like what the hell am I doing you know like it's freezing cold outside first of all and all I really wanted was to be sitting on my couch on a Saturday night and read my book and maybe eat a lot of junk food by myself. Like, why is that usually portrayed as a, you know, quote unquote, lonely girl thing to do? Or even seen as, oh God, this girl is probably so depressed, almost in such a pitiful way. And I want to be clear on one thing, like I genuinely just like spending time alone at this point in my life. There are things I just want to do by myself. Like, for instance, a few years ago, I would always invite a friend if I wanted to go get a coffee or, you know, go to lunch. But now I just I want to do all of those things alone. I actually enjoy it. I don't know why I ever thought that I needed to do that just because I was used to doing it, right? It's in your comfort zone. Like, you don't, like, don't get me wrong. If I want to spend time with my friends, I'll do it. So I do have that option. But there's just something about doing things alone. Like, I, if I want to experience certain things, I just have my own perspective to rely on and nobody else is around me. Not, what they think about it. I feel like sometimes with other people around you, it just sometimes confuses you or robs you of that, you know, experience itself or your actual thoughts on that experience. Like, let's say I try out a new restaurant and I love the food, especially if they have something spicy 
And because I love spicy food, I say, "Mm, I definitely want me some more of this. And I continue to go the following week and I still enjoy that meal by myself. But if I'm going with someone else to the same restaurant and the other person says, all right, well, this restaurant sucks. I hate my food and it sucks ass and we're never coming here again. And in this case, I'm just experiencing the experience of someone else. And there are times where it's great and I love it and I learn so much by doing it with the right people. But for me, like experiencing it alone just gives me the opportunity to form my own unique opinions on things, learn more things about myself, my likes, my dislikes, And most importantly, helps me build so much more confidence in myself. Like in the past, I used to be more of a yes man type of person. And relating it back to the restaurant experience in the past, if the same situation happened and I loved the food and my friend hated it, then I'd be like, oh, yeah, um, I mean, like it's good, but I mean, like it's it's not that great. And you're right, you're right, like, it's it's not that good. And it's it's not the best, you know? So just pointing out how I used to do that and just want to be more agreeable with people. And it is human nature to just want to fit in in a situation. And this is this is where I feel like it helped me back from so much for my own opinions because it helped me back from forming any of my true own opinions again about how things were or as of now I just don't like give a shit about it really like if I hate something I hate it if I like it then I like it it doesn't have anything to do with other people's likes and dislikes now after realizing how much I like spending um time alone it's again helped me from my own opinions on things where I wouldn't think you know twice to mediate my opinions with others around just standing my ground more and I think it's helped me out a lot growing personally as well and I know a lot of people will be like oh well alone time is hard it's uncomfortable and this is this is familiar to literally any other thing you will ever do that's unfamiliar to you because you're not used to it so it's completely normal let's say going to the gym for example and I know the pandemic really messed this up for a lot of people with the whole on and off thing and a few years ago when I was just starting off with going to the gym I was so uncomfortable doing it working out in front of other people my body hurt and I was thinking about all the other things I could be doing instead of you know being at the gym and even though I knew it was good for me I was still you know having that resisting in my resistance in my mind that I could be doing something else and that was my body telling me like what the hell are you doing girl you're not used to this you don't work out go back home and do what you usually do. So I did hate doing it, but after a few months, I would look forward to it. And it would be the highlight of my day because I started seeing in 
all the other ways it was beneficial for me physically and mentally. Again, after the on and off of the pandemic, I started going back to the gym recently and I couldn't bring myself to do it because of all the other things I replaced that time with. And I know now that it takes time to build that comfort and excitement around it again, it is the exact same thing with spending time alone. Like, don't get me wrong, after a lot of not doing it often, I forced myself to do it, but it was hard because you do get bored, not know what to do with all your thoughts, feeling anxiety, overanalyzing everything. But just again, like the gym example, if you push through all of those beginner's fear, you'll learn to appreciate it so much more. For me personally, it was harder because I grew up in a big family and um, with my other six siblings, my parents and my grandpa. So I always had that social side of it in me and I always had people to talk to. And I think I started noticing it more during the pandemic where I would go in my room a lot to get a long time and I started liking it more and more. Like, don't get me wrong, I love my parents. I still go back home and visit them when I can. But just spending time by yourself can do you a lot of good. Because, again, like growing up in a house with so many people, I was just used to noise. I would even enjoy like falling asleep with something playing in the background or listening to music. But now I'm like, I just want some fucking peace. Like, just complete silence is what I want and enjoy. Like if I'm going to buy my groceries, I'll do that in just complete silence. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast if it's downloaded on my phone. But sometimes I'm like, am I taking this too far? Is is it really toxic? I don't know. For some reason, it's just what I want and need sometimes. Now going on about when I do spend time with people, I just feel like I'm so much more present when I do, when I choose to spend time with the people that I do spend time with. It's literally by choice, not a habit, not a, an expectation or because I have to. For people who are lonely or actually lonely, that's different because then in that case, when you actually don't have someone to talk to, then I feel bad about that because you do need a support system, uh, some sort of support system to get by. But if it's voluntary, then don't let anyone tell you there's something wrong with that because sometimes recharging yourself is also important. For people who go to work during the day, for example, and then right away see more people outside, like, how do you even have time to think for yourself or have the energy to do so? So can you really be alone without being lonely? There's another side to this that I also want to explore that you may or may not have noticed in the past. And that's how someone can be alone without feeling lonely and can feel lonely even when they're with other people. This theory itself is by um, social psychologist Lewis Hockley, and 
What this suggests is that psychologists themselves generally consider loneliness to be a stable trait, meaning that individuals have different set points for feeling loneliness, and they fluctuate around these set points depending on the circumstances in their lives. So the word word loneliness itself is a misinterpretation of what it really means. Have you ever spent time with people you think you're so close with and still feel lonely? Have you ever spent time with even your best friend, yet all you think about doing is, again, to go home and read a book or watch your favorite Netflix show instead? And I'm not saying this has anything to do with your friend, but it's literally your own state of mind in that moment and what you need rather than saying, you know, this is something we do on a regular basis, or this is just um, because my friend needs me. And I mean, again, it's different in different situations, but that's just an example. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that it has anything to do with your best friend again, or the people you're around, but sometimes just want to spend time alone with yourself. Maybe you feel burnt out, need to recharge yourself or that specific day don't feel like seeing people at all. And I want to emphasize again like how normal that is or the other side of it where you spend time alone but not actually feel lonely while others see it the complete opposite. Like, oh, poor so-and-so. Meanwhile, you're just having a great time, sometimes just doing nothing. And psychologists also suggest that people tend to keep themselves constantly busy so that they never have to be alone with their own thoughts or you habitually try to quote-unquote fix difficult emotions by replacing them with people to distract those thoughts that are always coming back to you. This is also where random emotional breakdowns happen Because you've suppressed them so much that they need to come out one way or another, obviously. In a simple way, there are six ways I want to emphasize on how alone time can actually be beneficial. So number one being that alone time increases your sense of empathy. What I mean by this is when you spend time with a certain circle of friends, you develop a we versus them mentality. Spending time alone helps you develop more compassion for people who may not fit into your quote-unquote, again, inner circle or something that you're used to. Number two, solitude increases productivity. So although most workplaces have an open space where you can communicate with others around you, studies have shown that being surrounded by people kills your productivity and that people perform better when they have a little privacy to themselves. Number three is that solitude sparks creativity. So going, this is kind of related to number two again. There's a reason why a lot of authors or artists want to go to a cabin in the woods or a private studio to work at because being alone with your own thoughts gives you your brain a chance to wonder, which can help you become more creative. Number four, being alone can help you build mental strength. We're social creatures and it's important for us to have 
strong connections with other people, but solitude may just be an important part as well. Studies also show that the ability to tolerate alone time has been linked to increased happiness, better life satisfaction, and improved stress management. People who enjoy more alone time actually experiences less depression. Number five, solitude helps you know yourself better. So being alone helps you become more comfortable in your own skin when you're by yourself completely. You can just make your own choices without outside influences and that will help you develop more insight into who you are as a person. I think this part is always a work in progress. I think everyone can continuously learn things about themselves that they hadn't realized before. And this is also one of the things that Jay Shady um, mentioned, how it's so important to even take 15 or 20 minutes, not even 15, 20, 10 to 15 minutes a day to be with your own thoughts, whether this is during your break time at work, after work, or just, you know, silence all your electronics at any time of the day to allow yourself to think for a few minutes without the outside noise that constantly compares us with other people. And at the end of the day, I know we're social creatures and research has shown that social connections are vital for both emotional and physical well-being. But alone time also plays a pivotal role in mental health. I myself have fought with my own mental health issues for quite some time and I can tell you that being around other people comes with rewards but also creates stress. You worry about what other people think, you can unconsciously alter your behavior to avoid rejection and to fit in overall with the rest of the group of people you've surround yourself with for the past I don't know how many years And take, for instance, the COVID-19 pandemic, it's demonstrated um, both the challenges of loneliness and lack of solitary time, where many people struggled with feelings of isolation and loneliness. Others face the challenges of suddenly spending a great deal of time in close quarters with family members or roommates. A lack of time apart meant that Many people were suddenly struggling with a complete lack of alone time, so it really can go both ways. All right, that was a little bit of my own perspective on being alone, spending time alone, or loneliness. I hope that you gained a little bit of perspective on the topic. So again, if you're spending time alone, that's not necessarily loneliness, And thank you so much again for taking the time out of your day to listen to me. I will talk to you next week.